Great. Good afternoon, everybody. Delighted to be here with you today and with those online who are watching us from afar. Um, I want to just start out by saying a few words about CGR Collaborative Platform for Gender Research for those who may not be familiar with it. Uh, this is a platform that started in, in January 2017 and is running until the end of this year, December 2019. We have um, four main objectives. First of all, is around raising the visibility and the profile of the gender research that's done throughout CGIR, so across the 15 uh, centers and the, and the 12 research programs. Uh, secondly, uh, capacity development. Thirdly, developing a system-wide gender research agenda. And fourthly, partnership development. So what we're presenting today uh, is really related to the system-wide gender research agenda. And uh, it's to share with you um, work in progress, uh, a report on uh, crafting the next generation of, of gender research for CGIR. So the objectives of the report, what we want to be doing is looking at the last uh, 10, 20, 30 in some cases, depending on the theme, years of research being done within the CGIR on different themes, to review that, to synthesize findings, to figure out, to take stock a little bit, what do we know about, these, about each of the themes, and to reflect, uh, reflect on that. Secondly, we want to be challenging the boundaries and really stimulate some creative new thinking uh, and, and, and uh, new insights on these different thematic areas to, to push ourselves to really uh, bring a different, a different um, uh, lens to what we're doing. And uh, the third is the setting the forward-looking research agenda. We're, we're changing the question around <coughs> gender and agriculture to, to look at what agriculture uh, natural resource management research can do to advance gender equality in its own right. And I'll say a bit more about, about that. So we're, we're flipping this question um, around the typical framing of, of gender and agriculture research, which has been, or generally is, how does gender analysis or what does gender analysis bring? How does it contribute to agricultural development? Uh, and natural resource management. So the focus is often on using gender research, using a gender lens to increase productivity, to improve efficiency, and to have more or better uptake of, of technologies that are developed. So we're really turning that around, ask how, how do agricultural and natural resource management contribute to achieving gender equality. So really getting that, that, that turnaround, which, which is not easy. Oh, it's looking at all of the evidence that's been um, uh, that's been uh, generated over the years, but with a different, a different perspective. So we have, um, over the past few years, we've been really working, again, around this cross uh, CGIR gender research agenda, looking at themes that cut across the different centers, the different programs, uh, and, and we've come up with nine that we think are important for this particular publication. So we're looking at how agriculture and natural resource management can advance gender equality through, first of all, through breeding programs. So looking at the gender and breeding work that's being done. Uh, secondly, through seed systems. So gen looking at gender and seed systems research. Value chain development, natural resource governance, uh, nutrition sensitive agricultural programs, climate change mitigations or climate smart agriculture, uh, we look at examining, we examine the evidence on the feminization of agriculture uh, with this lens, looking at what's been done around assessing women's empowerment, qualitative and quantitative methods that have been used, and 
uh, lastly, engaging with constraining norms through gender transformative approaches. So uh, today you're going to hear a little bit more about five of these different themes, the ones that are highlighted. Uh, Cheryl will introduce the, the speakers on that in a, in a few minutes. Um, <clears throat> but across all of them, we are using quite uh, definitions that will be quite familiar to many of you around empowerment and gender equality. Um, so when we talk about um, contributions of nat agriculture, natural resource management towards gender equality, we're talking about the, the, we're using the UN women definition around that. So talking about equal rights, responsibilities, and opportunities for women, men, girls, and boys. We're looking at uh, the interests, needs, and priorities of both women and men that they're taken into consideration and recognizing the diversity of different groups of women and men. So going beyond just gender, but also looking at um, other social categories. Uh, and uh, seeing equality between women and men as a human rights issue and as a precondition for an indication of sustainable people-centered development. Uh, for empowerment, we are uh, talking about the process by which those who've been denied the ability to make strategic choices in life can acquire that ability. And we were using Kabir's, um, Nyla Kabir's definition around that, looking at resources, agency, and achievements. Each of the papers, each of the themes engages with these definitions in, in different ways. Um, and I think we'll hear a little bit about that also from the, from the speakers as they, as they present what they're doing in their chapters. I'm not going to go into great detail around the conceptual framework that we're using uh, across the different papers. Uh, it's very, it's a light conceptual framework, but we wanted to be able to position the, the chapters, the work that's being done um, in relation to a bigger story. So <clears throat> first of all, we're looking at uh, this area here, looking at for each theme, is it about, is the work that we're doing, is the evidence around reaching women? Is it around benefiting women? Is it about empowering women? Or is it about transforming gender relations? So we want to hear something around that. A second is around the level, uh, level of change. Uh, is it around individual change? So changes that are happening for individual women, individual men. Is it about relational change? How women and men are engaging with one another, for example. Or is it more about systemic change? We're also looking at. Uh, change as material or formal change or as ideational. So for example, changes in gender norms, how people think about women and men and who they are and what they can do and what they can't do. Um, we also are looking at the scale that the, 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 the research has been done at uh, and where it's engaging and broader changes, so down here. So, um, each of the papers, each of the, the themes engages in different ways. So an example here may be uh, work around gender and breeding programs. There's been a lot of work done in this area in the last few years within CGIR through the Gender and Breeding Initiative, for example. And what they're, they're, where they're working is really um, first around choices, women and men's choices and preferences in relation to uh, particular traits, but they're also looking at, or what they're contributing is around institutional change, so changing the way the breeding is being done across across the system. Yeah, so changing the way uh, breeders and social scientists are working uh, together. Um, another example could be um, the value chains work, and that's really looking at 
value chain participation and how participation in value chains uh, contributes to women's empowerment and what are the limits also of using that as, as an entry point. So these are the kind of things we're trying to get out uh, around each of these themes so, so we can work towards a new agenda on gender research that really pushes uh, the boundaries a little bit further. So with that, I'll, I'll, I'll finish uh, and I'll turn to Cheryl to introduce our next speakers. Thanks very much.